<laughs> so I've been thinking a lot recently about how we've become weaker. Maybe not as a species because I don't I don't live in the world. I live in Ireland. And more specifically, I live in Mead. And more specifically than that, I live, you know, in and around Navan. So I suppose I'm going to have to direct my gaze to to Irish people. I do think it's a, it's a more general thing. I don't think it's just Irish people, but Irish people are the only reference point that I have. And before I continue, this entire episode comes with a big, giant, juicy, broad-sweeping generalisation alert. So just to get that out of the way. But I think that we've become weaker. Physically, mentally, emotionally. And this, to me at least, seems to lend itself in bullies' favour. It makes space for them to exist and to to hold power and to control people generally. And the result of that is that men, women and children are increasingly living in fear. Living in fear of these cunts. And what I mean with these cunts is bullies, aggressive people. People who care only for themselves. And that person could be a politician, a business person. It could be anyone really, but typically speaking, business people and politicians are the people who have most of the power and most of the control in our society. And I think that in any given population, there's going to be somewhere between 1% and 5% of any population are going to be wankers, basically. People who don't give a fuck about anybody else. Call them psychopaths, call them sociopaths, call them what you will. But we all know a wanker when we meet one. And I think that because generally we've become weaker intellectually, physically and emotionally, I think we're, we're breeding space for wankers to thrive in. And I think we're becoming, not only have we become weak, but I think we're increasingly becoming weaker. We're unarmed. We're helpless. We've lost our formidableness. We're not people that you shouldn't fuck with. We're becoming the opposite. We're becoming people that you can fuck with. But it's not all bad. Because the weakness that's happening throughout our population includes the five odd percent of people who are wankers. So I think the the bullies in our society are getting weaker as well. But there's a there's a there's a trickiness to that though. Because as the general population as a formidableness wanes, you see power and control to that five percent. Even though you're both getting weaker equally, it's as though that the, the cause is equal but the effect isn't. And what I mean by that is everybody, 100% of the population has become weaker but the 5% of wankers have an upper hand. It's as if, it's as if they can capitalise on this weakness in a way that the general population can capitalise on the weakness of the, the 5% that represents the scumbags of our society and these scumbags you know 
typically speaking, when you think of a scumbag, you think of someone, you know, behind a bush drinking a can of beer. That's not the type of scumbag that I'm talking about. The type of scumbag that I'm talking about is somebody that would, in politics, say, siphon money out of social care and put it into, I don't know, fucking developing property or whatever it is for the private sector, not for social housing. Now, having said all this, I personally feel that I, I've booked this trend. I'm not weak. I'm physically, emotionally and intellectually well-armed. Well-armed and fucking dangerous. And I would imagine that the majority of people listening to me either aren't weak themselves or are and they're not happy about it and they're intent on ensuring that that's not the case much longer. And the whole off-the-lead thing, I think, is, is relatively well encapsulated by the idea that we should or at least that the, the podcast, the platform itself, encourages that we take up intellectual arms. That we increase our ability to defend ourselves. Mentally, emotionally and physically. Because I've, I've mentioned this idea before about being competent in the martial art, or even just being fit. You carry that shit around with you. Or, or even being accomplished. And when I say accomplished, I don't mean that you've, oh, you've, you've set up your own business and you employ a load of people or, you, you know, you've sent a rocket to the moon or you don't have to do fucking loads of really cool shit. But accomplished could be just staying on top of your fucking bills. It could be raising good kids. It should be, or it could be just being a decent fucking human being. Maybe you've, maybe you've expanded your horizon somehow. Maybe you've learned a language. Maybe you've picked up a guitar. Maybe you've lost a few pounds. It could be any of those things. Like losing a big, losing a few pounds is a big fucking achievement. It's an accomplishment, and fair fucking play to you if you've done it. Maybe it's if you've put on a few pounds of lean muscle mass from doing weights or doing calisthenics or push-ups or or whatever it is. When we do these things, when we accomplish anything, we build resi- we build resilience. And we carry that resilience around with us, moment to moment. And I think that those who can, should. Because not everybody can. And you owe it to the people who can't. You owe it to the people in your society who can't make themselves more resilient, whether it be intellectually or physically or emotionally. Because some people are crippled biologically or environmentally or financially or socially. Some people are just some people are just kind of fucked. And these people need protecting. And here's an interesting stat for you. I believe that if you have an IQ any less than I think it's eighty five or so, certainly any less than eighty. If you have an IQ any less than eighty, you're not you're literally not smart enough to be employable. And you might think to yourself, oh, well, you know, so be it. If, if you're really, really, really stupid, for want of a better term, how could you ever expect to get gainful employment? That's just, you know, your lot in life, tough shit. That's 10% of people. One in 10. So if there's, what, 4 million people in Ireland, wipe a million off that for, you know, retired people and children. You've got 3-odd million people. That's 300,000 people in Ireland who just don't have the mental capacity to be employable. 
if you paid them to sweep the roads, they'd leave the fucking brush on the road and cause an accident. They would have they have a, a net negative impact. And in a world that's becoming increasingly complex, the job opportunities of these people are decreasing year on year, not increasing. And these people need a protection. Because they're not less than. They're just not as able as. And that's not to mention the hundreds of thousands, if not millions of people who just aren't scientifically as literate as they might like to be or ought to be. Never mind scientifically literate, politically literate. Like Think of it this way. When was the last time you heard somebody in government give out that not enough people were interested in politics? Complain that not enough people understood how it worked and that that was the reason, or at least in part the reason, why the general working class man or woman in Ireland is routinely fucked over as they are. The reason you never hear people saying this is because why the fuck would they? The political class or the ruling class or the elite or they or whatever the fuck you want to call them are happy out keeping the overwhelming majority of people in the dark about how the country works. Because if they knew better, they'd be fucking up in arms over it. Like the country is getting wealthier and wealthier year on year, yet our homelessness crisis is growing, our health services are deteriorating, our young people are increasingly being forced to fucking emigrate and all the rest of it. And by all the rest of it, I mean in no small part, suicide rates are going up. Self-harm is going up. The prescribing of antidepressants and antipsychotic medication for adults and children is all going up. And we should be fucking pissed off about it. But for the most part, we're not. And a huge component part of that is because we're too fucking busy. We're caught up in the day-to-day fucking lives and we don't have the we don't have the headspace to to take an interest in politics. And it's 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 one of those things, it's kinda of, where do you fucking start? Now, my answer to that is it starts with the big bang. And I, I mean that, I don't mean to be facetious there. I mean I think that we need the general population, as many of us as humanly possible, to have a broad understanding of the universe that we live in. Literally, starting from the Big Bang. And I've said this before, I don't mean that you need to know about how subatomic particles interacted with each other in the first few Planck lengths of time after the moment of the Big Bang itself. Like, I don't think everybody needs to have a fucking degree in particle physics to understand politics or the world around them. But I do think you should be able to explain the history of the universe in your own words, you know, in a minute or two. I'm not talking about being able to write a fucking book about it. Because without that kind of fundamental knowledge of everything, of, of, of geography, of material science, you know, what stuff is made of, where it comes from, what part of the world certain mineral co- minerals come from and why. Like you, you, You'll not understand global politics until you understand where global resources are. And if you don't have any understanding of how 
the planet was formed and how it's evolved over time, you're not going to know how or why what we have is where we have. Or where we have it, should I say. And it's it's funny, I was talking to herself about this only yesterday. She was asking me how the podcast was going. She hasn't listened to the last week or two's episodes. She usually does, but she hasn't for the last week or so because, you know, life and whatever else. And I was explaining to her about my the episode that I did on whether or not I was or wasn't going to take the vaccine. And it's funny because I said to her that I caught myself having filled out all these forms and put in my details. I caught myself in the position whereby I signed up for this thing that I don't know anything about. And that time will tick by and that the day will come that I'll be text a time and a date. And I, I, I could envisage myself standing in the queue of the vaccination centre wondering to myself, what the fuck am I doing here? And she said, it's funny you say that because I thought the exact same thing. She said she was sitting down on the chair. Your one was about to shove a needle into her arm. And she kind of had this thought. It was like, fuck, I don't really know what I'm getting myself in for here. As your one pushed down the plunger. And she can be forgiven, as most people can, for not having gone down the vaccine rabbit hole and not having investigated it and not knowing maybe what she would have liked to have known about it. For a whole host of reasons. She's busy with work. She's busy raising kids. She's busy, you know, washing and ironing and cleaning the fucking kids and cleaning the house and doing the whole parent thing. Like most of us are. But those who can should. And I'm one of those people who can. At this stage in my life. I haven't always been. There's been times in my life whereby I wouldn't have had fucking any time to think about fucking anything and I would have just signed up for the vaccine because everyone else was signing up for it and I would have went and I would have got it and I would have helped the boys and hung the lads. But that's not the case now. I'm in a different part of my life. My life has, has slowed down to a degree. I've slowed my life down to a degree. Financially, I'm that little bit more secure than I've previously been. So I'm not perpetually worried about whether or not my wages will be in my bank account at whatever time and whatever date because I desperately fucking needed them. Now, it's not that I've got a million quid in my arse pocket either, but, you know, I'm, I'm all right, like. I'm better off than I've ever been. It's kind of awkward now because we're coming out of a fucking year and a half of not working and I've been taking a hand out off the government and all the rest of it, but, look, that wasn't exactly my fault. <laughs> but even still, the business is back up and up and running I have um, one of the lads back with me and I'm starting to get into a bit of a routine and I have the time to, to do this podcast and to organise my mind to a degree. And I'm one of those people that if I can, I should. And I owe it to myself and everybody fucking else. I owe it, Like what I said at the outset, I that can owe it to all the people who can't. And the people who can't, I, I'm not in the people who can't, but I fucking used to be. And maybe I will in future. Maybe over the course of the next couple of years, my business goes under. Because of COVID or because of a fucking asteroid or God knows what. I could very easily, in five years time, end up back where I was 15 years ago, worrying about paying bills and worrying about where my fucking next paycheck was going to come from and 
be jumping between fucking jobs and like that that could possibly happen it's not likely but i wouldn't fucking rule it out so when i say that i should do something because i can it's not just to protect other people it's to protect myself in the future because i wouldn't expect you know a 70 year old man or woman to be up in arms and to be rallying the troops because of what the government is doing. They fucking live their life. Leave them alone to fuck. But I'm going to be a 70-year-old at some stage. So not only should I be standing up for 70-year-olds now, I should be standing up for me and everybody that's my age now in 30 or 40 years when I am fucking 70. Like, I mightn't care particularly too much about, you know, government old age pensions. Because, you know, why would I? It doesn't really affect me. But the direction of time says otherwise. And maybe, on reflection, I shouldn't be such a fucking selfish, arrogant wanker to have said that in the first place. Because I know people who are surviving off a government pension. And even if I didn't know people that were surviving off a government pension, the fact that there are people surviving off a government pension is reason enough for me to give a fuck. So I suppose what's coming out of the wash of this episode is the, is the idea that I am doing something. I'm in a position that I can do something. Not everybody is. Even some people who are in a position to do something don't give a fuck and that's fine too. But I feel like I could be doing more. It's not even that I feel like I could be doing more, but I feel like I could be, I could be more effective at what I'm doing. So that's what's been rattling around my brain today. And on that note, I'll chat you soon. Poof.